Hi, I'm Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. I can tune into your loved ones in the spirit world, but I can also tune into you, tell you about your path and the choices that you need to make and need to know. I'm currently giving 30% discount on all Tell Craig Your Story listeners. Just use a code Tell Craig Your Story for 30% off your first psychic reading with me online at Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. This afternoon. Hi, Greg. I'm doing good. I had some coffee and had really good conversations with you. And you're the first person in my new studio. Yeah, nice studio and nice location. It's、yeah. really, really like convenient, and I like this apartment. Oh, thank you.、Yeah. And I saw you last night.、Mm-hmm. You、yeah. come and watch the the band play. Yeah, Jen's curfew. Be yeah. gentle. Yeah. <laughs> What did you think of it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Like,、mm-hmm. I mean, I always like their music and their vibe on stage.、Mm-hmm. And last night it was Jen's, you know, like comeback. Like, yes. Like, she just came there like from the airport straight up. So been jamming ever since she went back.、Uh-huh. So we would jam. We would record it. Yeah. And then send it to her. So there was two new songs that we played last night, and they we've never played with her. Oh, really? So to for her to come up on stage and just go bam,、mm-hmm. and we had、uh, Daniel playing guitar for the first time. Yeah. But thank you for coming. Of course, of course. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah.、Here. Yeah, and like I actually see you guys rehearse once, and it was pretty fun. Yeah, and Jen was on the、uh, video call. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And did you have did you practice there? What were you doing? You、uh, I was actually like I had a young class with Baldwin about the saxophone.、Mm. Yeah, but you guys had a、uh, practice like rehearsal, so like I just went there for fun. You're learning saxophone. Yeah, learning a little bit. I'm just getting started, so I'm still. At the face where like like different noises. Is that a difficult instrument to learn? Yeah, it's actually kind of hard, and、mm. it takes time to show like your progress. And the thing is that it like practice a lot of it needs a lot of muscles like on your face and how you breathe, how you、mm, breathe. In, breathing breathe techniques,、out. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and it's kind of heavy. <laughs> But overall, it's a romantic,、uh, yeah, voice, romantic.、Uh, Yeah, romantic sound, romantic instrument.、Mm, I love it. Yeah, yeah. and Bullwan's one of the good ones too.、He、yeah, and he's the nicest. It's like Bullwan, do a solo on this bit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so he、oh、just gets up there and does it. It's great. So I've also seen you sing as well with radio. Tell us about your path、uh, in the music 
<laughs> okay, this is a kind of like old story. Like when I was really, really young. I mean, when I was a toddler, and my mom and my dad, my family runs business,、mm. and so so sometimes we just get started, and they were too busy, and they can't like they don't have time to look after me, so they just put me in front of the TV. And I started crying, and I they would turn on a music video, just one song,、mm. and replay all the, like this entire time. I would just sit there and listening to the songs and watch the music video <laughs> for three hours straight. And my after my mom told me that story, I feel like that's how like that's when I showed the first time I showed I really like music, like I'm really into this. So how I get to started singing in Shanghai is that. I came to Shanghai last year, but I just started seeing like within this recent recent three months. Yeah, I like music, so I will always go to the live、uh, places, music places, and I get to know like you guys, everybody, and I will go to gym. But I never really thought about I probably would sing here in Shanghai. But one random time, I was jamming, and my friend, my friend Ika. And she's just said,、uh, "Oh, why don't you just go sing? Like, make you know, like do something about this." I'm like, "Yeah, why not?" Right? So yeah, I just started to you know like hook up with different friends because everybody knows that I sing, but I'm never really do this as a、um, career or anything. So、um, just people, everybody's so nice around me and just introduce me to different places and different venues and just yeah, that's how I started it. What style are you playing? Because I,、uh, like I said, I've only seen you once, and you were playing like a pop style,、uh, very light. Like, so what? What are you sort of singing? You also said R and B. Recently, I sing like pop songs more, just like what you、uh, heard,、mm. and indie pop and jazz.、Mm. I mean, I'm not saying I can like sing jazz like really, really properly because jazz is really like deep. Session genre, I would、yeah. say, but yeah, this is、uh, these are the main genre that I'm singing recently. But I'm still discovering different genres and trying to do more experimental stuff.、Mm. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, probably EDM, like and, different, and doing some recordings. Not actually. Sometimes I would do some demo for now,、mm. and but I never really released anything yet. Yes, but yeah, still like. Doing some inspirations and doing some like little like clips and、mm. collect them first and put them together. Right. And what do you think of the Shanghai music scene? I mean, you're saying before you've met some really cool people here. Compared to other places that you've lived in,、uh, what do you think of the music scene? Well, I think in China, Shanghai is the most active places, and. I feel like the music here, like like live shows here,、mm. are the best in yeah. China. Yeah, yeah of、right. course. Yeah, and people are all like amazing and really like into music. Why is that? Is it multicultural? Like like all different? Yeah, I would say like Shanghai is pretty diverse.、Mm. Like it's a pretty diverse city, and people. I feel like I don't know social life. Even social life, you go out to bars. And compared to you go bars even to Beijing, it's、mm. so different. Yes. In Beijing, like it's like oh, I I don't even know what we are talking about. That's your favorite city, right? <laughs> Thank you. You know me so well. <laughs> yes, I like the pollution. You know, <laughs> that's the best. Like that's how I grew up. Right. Like smoke the、um, pollution and, like and breathe it. The snow in November. Yeah. <laughs> 
Beijing. Yeah, Beijing is. You're ever a Shanghai or a Beijing person, so your choice is Shanghai. Of course, Shanghai. I choose Beijing because of my friend, but otherwise, no. Like Mm. Shanghai, of course, Shanghai. Yeah. And And then all all my Beijing listeners have just uh, tuned out right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I still love you. I'm just saying. "Mm, Okay, thank you for being understanding. just like we mentioned culture mm. like different culture and they will bring in different elements into the music like industry and different inspirations mm. and that's really important and people here are, are all um, passionate about music yes so that's really pure that, that leads to people like really trying to do something do something about it, this industry this thing they're passionate about yeah i think that's really important and also like especially in shanghai like i actually have a singer friend in beijing and they sings really really good and they plays really good but it's kind of like different compared to my foreigner mm. like friends yes. and when i'm so when i'm talking to them it kind of make me feel like i need to change mode even like everybody's like musicians like for example if i'm talking to chinese musician friends it's more like oh i have to think about certain ways to talk to talk to them Mm. but when i'm talking to foreigner musicians it's like oh i just i can just ask yes i be more open like be more um discoverish i i I don't have to worry that much Mm. that's interesting and speaking of the music scene Mm -hmm. and not just in shanghai Mm -hmm. Uh, I see you quite regularly on TMS. Oh, yeah. And you're doing uh, some interviews uh, with uh, some big, bigger bands around Shanghai, international bands as well. How did that all come about? Actually, um, I have a really good friend. You know him as well, Radio. And we've been uh, working together. Who doesn't know Radio? (laughs) (laughs) All of my friends are in love with Ray. Oh, that's our song. That's our full full throttle song. I know. That's because I was there. I was like, what? That's so real. (laughs) Yeah. So the famous Ray. Um, We started to work together for a while. Yes. He actually have a lot of connections everywhere. He's really generous. He would just, if there's any cool events, he would just ask me, hey, do you want to go to do this with me? And of course, I would say yes. Yes. <laughs> so once no, I, I'm washing my hair. I can't do it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to do like everything, but it has to be cool. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so it's like the first time how we started it is that TMS asked him to do an interview for actually... The artist called Chris James, like mm. um, his song is pretty famous in, especially in China, like TikTok. And so he's like, oh, since he's in China, like, why not? Like, you know, I bring Wen together, you know, she's a Chinese and we can do something together probably. And I'm like, and she's like, oh, do you want to do an interview? I'm like, what interview? Like, <laughs> interview a musician, blah, blah, blah. I'm Molev House, he's from Germany, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hmm, sounds interesting. I yeah. would love to do that. And yeah, that's how I get started it. And that's our first, uh, the first artist we ever like interviewed. Mm. And then one thing led to another. We started to like Gentle Grape and and um, a band from your city, Mobile, like called Captives. Oh, come on. Yeah, and they're really cool. And um, Toto Fat, like Japanese band. And 
I really actually I honestly really love to interview people because、mm. it makes me feel like it inspires me,、mm. and it makes me like have more respect,、uh, like perspective to see like the venue and how like the artist, the、uh, music, and even the audience. Because I remember very vividly last time I was talking to、um, Captives, the Australia band,、mm. and. I noticed something like because I've been like interviewed bands for a while, so I noticed that audience will have different reactions,、yes. interactions to the、um, different bands, and so I asked them because they're kind of like a little bit quieter than you know before. So I asked them like, "Hey, like, do you think you guys, you know, they are doing a tour all around the world? So I'm like, do you think different countries the audience acted different?" And that's when the interesting thing came up. They said, "Yeah, like they actually noticed that they've been doing shows uh, in uh, Japan, Taiwan, and China." They said, "Like especially in these Asian countries, the audience reaction is like a little bit more, how to say, it, not that active." They're like,、uh, but like they're like when they were in the U.S. or Australia, like everybody's like, "Hell yeah, let's get this!"、Uh, and But in China, like in Asia, it's like people are just vibing with it. More Which, respectful. No, I'm not saying every venue in China or in Japan are like that, but it's like it's still different compared to like、um, European country or you、mm. know、uh, like the U.S. or something. Like it's so different. So yeah, that's one thing really inter- interests me. So like there are. M- So many things like this like inspire me every day when I'm doing like the things. So I feel like pretty lucky to do things that I really love and get、yeah. to know different people from all over all over the world, and、Absolutely. yeah, having fun. I want to know, especially, how do you prepare for like an interview like that,、uh, like a, a band from Australia that's traveling the world. Uh, do you get starstruck like、yeah. when you do the interviews, and how do you prepare for it? Like, thank you. That's a really good question. So, <laughs>、um, so usually, as I mentioned, I would do that with、uh, radio. We would do it together usually.、Mm. So how we prepared that is that we would look up their background and try to read all the informations we can get from them, no matter is their social media or、mm. their official accounts or their like interviews in the past, so we can know more about them. And after that, we will based on the information we got. And came up with all this, you know, like different new questions, like what's going on with them right now, and probably, you know, for example, some foreigner band, we would、um, try to ask them something about China,、mm. because probably it's, you know, it's so different. Just like I mentioned, like with the captives, like how the audience are different, right?、Mm. So sometimes it's like that, but there are also times like we are kind of familiar with the band already. Mm. And we interviewed them before, so it can it leads to the point where we we don't even have to prepare questions.、Yeah. We can just ask them like, "Hey, like, how's it? Like, how you guys feeling? Came back to Shanghai again? Like, how you guys <laughs> feeling? Like, doing this tour again? Like, oh, there's new album. It's just you know, like so many things to talk about, and we can just go like talk about like some." Thing that's came up that's pretty new.、Mm. So yeah, that's basically how I do it. It's pretty fun actually. Like sometimes it would surprise me. Like, hey, how'd you guys know about that? Or like, where, 
<laughs> we prepared. <laughs> yeah. And that's one thing that I've learned doing this is mm-hmm. that anybody that wants to praise me for what I do, the biggest celebrities, mm-hmm. but it's the pe- it's the people that go, oh wow, you know, you really did your homework. How yeah. did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Where did you find that information? Yeah, today that's how I feel earlier. I'm like, wow, like you already know, like I didn't see that coming. Yeah. You've done the interviews here in Shanghai and uh, are you going to continue that? Is that something you want to do as a career in the future? Or? Actually, I'm thinking about that. I would definitely love to be, you know, like do more interview or even be a journalist. Like, mm. because I feel like talk to different people, like kind of like open up my world. I would say I'm a person that's pretty empathy. Yeah, so sometimes I would listen to, like, I would love to listen to different stories and get to know how people, like, how they think differently. And that really inspires me and gives me more motivation. So, yeah, of course, I would think that, like, as something I would do, like, kept on doing. But TMS, um, like, the Mario show, we mm. would kept on doing that if they, mm. yeah, need me to continue of course i would do that nice nice yeah and switching topics now the the main reason that i wanted you on here mm-hmm. is your modeling and uh, like we talked before we had a very uh, good conversation yeah. all about modeling so when did you first start thinking about doing this were you found by somebody else or was it a photographer or was it someone here in Shanghai? Tell us all about how it all started. I It probably started from three or four years ago. Oh. I don't remember the time specifically, but it's like, like I used to work in TV crew as makeup artist. Mm. And then I changed my major back to, you know, I want to learn directing, this and that. So I work in different like department but that doesn't matter like my thing is that i started to do different makeup and i was a teenager back Mm -hmm. then actually and that's when girls starting to do different makeup and trying to do like change their styles and find their personality because sometimes i feel like i'm not saying you have to judge the look by its cover Mm. but how a person represent themselves outside sometimes kind of like matches their not matches their personality but kind of like have (coughs) connections so I kind of like surrounded by this environment. I have different, like I'm interested in photography, this and that. So I have mm. different photographer friend and I have a different model friend, actress friend. And I like to do different outfits too. So one day, just out of nowhere, I think my friend just hit me up. Like he, she saw my pictures, like my other friend take for me, took for me. And she's like, hey, like, do you want to? do some photo shoot like for some product i'm like yeah why not so that's how i started it i wouldn't say it's my main career mm. but i'm doing that more like for my own interest like as you can see on my uh, social media like all the things that i do is kind of like subculture mm. so it's more like in between our friends and they're having different brands different artists have different projects they're like hey like i really like your style like which I, lo- I like their style too. Like, do you want to be a part of them? Like, yeah, hell yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You said you were a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. How important is makeup when you're doing photo shooting and modeling? How to say, like, sometimes I won't even do makeup. Like, last time I did a photo shoot with Endica, 
I didn't wear any makeup. You know what? Yeah. Uh, and just me personally, mm-hmm. I find that more attractive in a girl than someone that wears 15 layers of makeup. Just just personally. Thank, thank you. I think natural beauty is, is way more attractive to me personally. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Mm. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> Annika, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm really curious about different things. And so that's why I, I did different jobs before and I learned different stuff. So that also projects how I do photo shoot, like do, do photo shoot how I model sometimes. And I would like to try different things. And makeup is that I would say sometimes to me personally, mm. I will wear like thick eyeliners or kind of like bitching face on mm. <laughs> you know on, on my pictures it's more that my personality is kind of like i wouldn't say push over but kind of like to people pleasing sometimes i would try on my makeup to make me look like oh i'm tough <laughs> <laughs> to make people like make people think like oh don't mess with me but it's, <laughs> it's the opposite as soon as you talk to me like everybody says that like oh like you are so I'll be different. good. I'll be good. Be, be kind to me. <laughs> yeah, like they're like, oh, your face, like your picture is like, oh, don't punch me in the face. <laughs> and when I talk to you, it's like, oh, like you're so different from your picture. I'm like, thank you. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. So is it I maybe think, to scare the boys away from when they actually see you in person? Mm, well, that's thank you for asking that. I actually like to. You know, not wearing any makeup to go on, not first date, but meet uh, meet someone at the first time. Because I want them to know this is the real me. Mm. And I want them to, like, have a real, how to say, real experiences with me. So So when you wake up with them the next day, mm-hmm. you're not going to have seven layers of makeup on. <laughs> nah, nothing. Can, like, I feel like nowadays... Yeah, there's like no, nothing can make me like do that much makeup anymore. Yes. <laughs> not, not, nothing but fewer, fewer things. Like, yeah, I feel like sometimes just like you said, I prefer natural stuff mm. too. So, yeah. We talked about it before about the pressures of being a model and mm-hmm. what they have to go through for that. So have you experienced anything like that having to be a a certain weight having to be a certain size height Mm -hmm. has that come up before in your experience i kind of like this is not my main job Mm. and i'm doing this totally like for my interest for fun Mm. so i won't have that trouble but but just in general as well like in general like like high high fashion or my like model friends around me I feel like, yeah, like they have to keep up with the um, certain like standards mm. and taking like judges this entire time. Like I have, uh, I have a uh, model friend here and he's actually from L.A. And but he was here for the uh, medical like mm. major, like his study university. That's pretty interesting. And master's degree, it pretty like really good. And he was doing also doing modeling. So he has a agent company. And at the same time, like he's doing like he's doing pretty well, actually, like doing all high fashion stuff. But in China, like he told us that like something that's really disturbing me. Mm. People here kind of like white, like lighter skinned, have certain disturbing, you know, standards. 
and that kind of really bothers certain like people. Sorry, you say that. Yeah, it's very interesting. When I first come here with the the girls that I see in Australia,、mm -hmm. they have we're at the beach. It's hot weather, so、mm -hmm. the girls have got like tan skin.、Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to winter,、mm -hmm. they're all jumping in the tanning salons <laughs> and just trying to get anywhere where they can get they can keep this、yeah. this brown tan skin because to us、mm -hmm. that's a beauty that's in at the moment. I come to China, and <laughs> I, <can't> <laughs> I can already imagine what you're gonna say. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Chinese. <laughs> Yeah, and all of a sudden,、yeah. I'm seeing all these girls with all this white, pale, <laughs> like this chair over here, makeup,、yeah. and it's the total opposite of、yeah. what the Australian girls want to do. Yeah, and the extremes that the girls go to to cover their skin、mm -hmm. and is crazy, absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. <Seven layers. laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, and like I remember, you also mentioned that very interesting, and the the video is going viral that how Asian and Chinese girls do like protect their skin、mm. from getting darker, like on summer in summer, like they will wear the full like kind、yeah. of armor stuff, right? What? But but why is that? Is it a is it a culture thing? Is it like what I've been told is that it's more like a village thing?、Yeah. They have the more of the darker. Brown skin. So,、mm -hmm. if you have the whiter skin, you you know you're richer and you you live in the city. And is that just a myth, or is that? I think definitely one of the biggest reason. And also, like celebrities, Chinese、mm. celebrities、yes. are all pale. Yeah. Like the influences, like Asian. Look at K-pop, right? Yeah. So. Even in China, I feel there are definitely people like you know Thai、uh, TV shows or Vietnam, but mainstream things are all like Korea kind of like and Japan, especially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, not just the girls,、mm -hmm. the guys. Oh my god! Now, now <laughs> let's talk about the guys. I haven't seen it so much in Shanghai. Maybe it is, but in South Korea and Japan.、Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell whether they were a guy or a girl. Like、oh、they, they were wearing more makeup than the girls. Some、yeah. of these guys, and they were they're wearing earrings、uh -huh. and, whoo, <laughs> yeah. They're each to their own, and everyone has their own. You know, I don't judge, but yeah, it's just so different from. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, but is that becoming more common with the younger generation? Yeah, I think so. And also, like, I feel I feel like that projects to different culture.、Mm. Like guys wearing, doing, you know, like manicure or makeup. Like, like back then, probably people would automatically automatically give them label, like saying they are certain, like general, like certain. How do I say? Homophobic. Oh yeah, homophobic. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> But I feel like I I don't know. To me, like guys doing like, like manicure is kind of like attractive to yeah. me. Yeah. So like, I, but I feel like to Japan, like K-pop, like people who's influenced by K-pop, like the way they are doing makeup probably is kind of like different. Not、mm. just like you said, like probably guys and girls 
I can't, you can't even tell the differences. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's a guy, but it but might, is it be a a guy? <laughs> might be a girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, short hair and yeah. Yeah, pale skin. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but each to its own and it's popular. Mm-hmm. It's what you see on TV and yeah. you want to copy that to yeah. look cool and look hip and... Yeah. yeah but thanks to them though i feel like because of them like now asians are kind of like a uh, like have bigger marketing like dating market than before especially to the guys mm. right like i just feel like and also that gives a lot of like topic to uh, like things to talk about for the com- asian comedians mm. oh yes yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, sometimes I would just watch their show like about the K-pop stuff. I'm like, oh my god, that's yeah, and yeah, Asians <laughs> became a trend somehow, like because of them. Sometimes, yeah. When you come to Beijing and Shanghai, was it tough to leave uh, your city with your family? Actually, I went to Beijing from my hometown. Because of my job and my family's there, and um, but after a certain time, like because I live alone by myself, like since I was very young—not very mm. young, but since middle high, I would say—and mm. so when I moved to Beijing, and I never really spent that much time with my family. Mm. I just work, and I had a boyfriend at that time. We lived together, and I love Beijing because I went back to high school mm. actually i told you like i changed my department in tv crew from mm. makeup to like directing stuff so i went back <gasps> to school for i went back to school for like the studying i want to go to uni so that's why i went back to my hometown mm. and another city so i actually stayed another year in between like shanghai beijing at another city and i was actually teaching english no yeah I, I never really talked about that that much <laughs> <laughs> i was teaching kids like three to five year old and yeah like but at that time after you know chinese culture like in china if you want to go to uni i'm sure it's really competitive in every country but in China, in China, I don't know if you heard about it. It's don't get me started on it. Yeah, I've been waving the flag for my opinions of the Chinese education. Yeah, ever since I've been here, I've seen it all. And then in the private schools and the international schools, yeah. the competition, like you said before, is just it's just crazy. Yeah. and the parents go to the absolute extreme, and the and the poor kids. I'll just say that you're only a kid once. And if you don't be a kid, play in the dirt, play toys, do things that you enjoy, rather than just learning five or six languages and being the top person in your grade and just study, 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 Mm -hmm. you're going to burn out. Yeah, for sure. For real. And... International schools are better, actually, but I- I'm not saying like the the pressure is better. I'm just saying, you know, international school like the kids in there are at least they have a background. Yes. They have their family, like they have something. At least they have probably have um, middle class family, but like in public schools, like normal schools, 
Like kids have to study so hard and very hard. Yeah, and that kind of education. I mean, it's good in a way. It gives a lot of you know, like kids absorb a lot of information or this and that. But it also kills creativity.、Mm. Like definitely. Yeah, it's just like every like everybody's copy and paste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just slightly different. I'm not.、Uh, of course, everybody's different. Have different personalities. Bing、but. and Google's a wonderful thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I went back to school <laughs> for for this uni stuff, and I was trying to major in film. And、um, but the first year, I wasn't、uh, satisfied with my grade. Mm. Mm, so I decided to take another year. But at that, at the same time, I run into my. The LAX was talking about, so that's when I started to open up to see more, more of the world, and I just started to think, why not, you know, go to schools to overseas? So I try to、uh, apply for schools in the U.S.、Mm. and try to get my visa, this and that, and so last year I went to Guangzhou. It was the serious lockdown. In、mm. Shanghai at that time,、mm. I cannot come here. I cannot go to Beijing, and I just went to、uh, Guangzhou、mm. for the visa, and I got rejected twice. Really? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so I, and I stayed there for like probably four months, and I also worked there because I kind of like go there. I want to go to like study at overseas all by myself, like as. Like so, I'm my own financial supporter.、Mm. So I also have to work at the same time. Yes. Yeah. So I also work there, but for a while, like I'm kind of depressed after two, like twice rejection because you know, to Chinese, like if you rejected twice by the U.S. embassy, it's kind of hard to get a、uh, any visa in the、uh, um and I was in Canada, the U.S. like that area. So. I was kind of depressing, blah, blah blah, and then that's when my brother hit me up. He said, "Oh, I'm working in Shanghai recently. Like, I signed this company. I work in the corporate for one year, blah blah blah." Oh, anyways, I have a place to stay. Do you want to come? I'm like, since I'm gonna stay in China for a while, why not? And that's how I came to Shanghai. But before that, I visit here, and I was living in Beijing at that time, and I visit there with my Beijing friend. And we were think we when we were walk, walking down the street, we were talking to each other like we really want to move to Shanghai. <laughs> Shanghai is so nice. Like <laughs> this is so silly, but when we walked down the street, like the cars will actually let us to go first. That's what we said. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, like it's so different compared to Beijing. <laughs> we're like the people like, but also the thing I found out when I just got into Shanghai is that. Not only this part is different. Also, like in back in Beijing, if we want to borrow bathroom, like on, down the street, you know, you walk to the restaurant or coffee shop, like, hey, um, excuse me, can I borrow the bathroom here? They will go. They will be like, yeah, why not? But in Shanghai, it's more like kind of private. Like people、mm. knows, like have more boundaries here. Yes. Yeah, people are more like. I feel like that's more civilized. Depends on how you see it. So. Yeah, there are definitely like differences in between Beijing and Shanghai. Again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, but since I ever moved to Shanghai, I just love the city more and more. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Agreed. How are you involved in the fashion industry? Is um, this just a hobby or? Yeah, just... it's a hobby. Mm. It's a hobby. And it's like I mentioned earlier, like I'm really curious and I have, like, I think I have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I actually interest in different stuff, anything that's art related. When you do a modeling, mm-hmm. when you do a contract or a freelance, do yeah. you pick the what you wear? It's actually kind of mutual. Mm. Like, because my style is kind of obvious. Like, some things I would choose is more, and the brand that I work with already, like, they kind of, like, knows what I like. Mm. Sometimes it would just give me the thing that I really wanted. Mm. So I think that's a um, advantage of, like, working in subculture circle because you know you're like everything is really 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 obvious and you kind of can tell like which kind of style thing specific style you're looking for mm. so if for example like if my i dye my hair like i have a different hairstyle and um with different makeup and i had a um, different style of picture out and certain brand would come to me with their specific out like costume mm. like or their uh, product and mm. if i like it i would just do it <laughs> yeah would you think of doing something like that in the future like doing your own my own like designs yeah actually a lot of people have been talking about that to, about like to me like oh why don't you you know like do something about designing this and that i don't know i'm i like i'm down to do that but at mm. the same time i'm kind of worried like i would have this worry about there's already so many people doing that mm. and is that real because if i if i'm gonna do that i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do good mm. so is that real the thing i want to put 100 of my time and energy yeah. to focus on right now at the moment mm. so yeah i feel like someday i would try to probably start it to do something like collaboration starting from collaboration but yeah not right now i think mm. right now like i just started my music um stuff yeah. so i really need to put more effort on my vocal right so yeah but that's definitely something i want to do though <laughs> sorry so film book um, this is interesting for me as well yeah love a good film what was your interest right at the start like, chinese films or no never no? i'm Probably. sorry What's wrong with Chinese films? My reaction. Uh, no, actually, there there are good Chinese movies, but and then some really bad movies. <laughs> the Room. <laughs> <laughs> so how I get really into movies is mm. that I work in TV crew before, and that really interests me too. And when we were shooting and this whole process, you know, everything and the production. It's just everything just interests me and it's brand new and i you know i was pretty young and mm. i suddenly just get into different get to know different you know industry because work in movies you can also get to know different industries because they probably would have a corporation with different theme about a um different film mm. and yeah that's how it really interests me and i want to go back to school to major that and try to really do something in that industry even the uh, university i applied in the u.s i was trying to major in film so did you find it tough studying 
here mm. in China for you? Of course. Yeah. There are Modeling. Times. Yeah, there are times like last night, I'm really, really like burned. This year, I'm kind of like being um, slow down, being nice to myself and try to um, focus more on my mo- mental health. Mm. So I'm not being that harsh to myself because, you know, especially 24 right now and as a um, girl who lives in Shanghai by herself and doing everything by herself sometimes I will get lost Mm. so like this is the time I'm trying just to quote unquote find myself and slow down and so I'm not really like take any lessons right now so I'm okay but before when I was you know preparing like learning and preparing my visa like everything and apply schools just doing that all by myself i was really like pretty anxious Mm. and now even now when i look back i can still feel that feelings in my body but it's like i think it's all worth it for something i like you really want to do it's really worth it so mm, yeah and how to balance that you know, like work while you're studying mm. and trying to do something like, yeah, it's hard. Social medias, where can we find you online? <laughs> My Instagram is I'm not win. And WeChat? WeChat. WeChat is not win. The last part where you tell me your top two or three favorite things of of all time i give you a question and then you just tell me as of today mm-hmm. so the first one is who are your top three all-time favorite bands or artists fortet like is an idiom art like musician and he just uh, he do different experimental music mm. and recently i listened to new jabbies a lot Come like on. the japanese <laughs> musician yeah and rest in peace the song that I really, really want to try, like from this artist, like this artist called Shantae Ken. Yeah, she's kind of like so jazzy, chill vibe. Mm. Yeah, I would say for now. Interesting. Thank you. Uh, my favorite movie is called The Holy Mountain. Yeah, I, act, I, I actually don't know how to read the uh, director's name. Uh, something like Alexandro. Actually, an anime I really like. I don't watch animes anymore, but it still comes to my favorite, you know, favorite, I would say, it's actually a show. Mm. But I see it as a movie because it's so well made. All it's right. called Mononoke. It's not Princess Mononoke. It's just a yeah, anime. Is it Japanese? Japanese, yeah. yeah. It's real, kind of like their traditional, traditional like movies. I'll show you later. It's really, really interesting. It's about their kind of like legend. Tell me your top two or three places that you've been to cities, mm-hmm. and then three cities that you'd like to go to in the future. I've been to Jeju. It's a an island in Korea. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Hong Kong. Oh, that's the island. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's really pretty and chill. Mm. Yeah, definitely vi- uh, like recommend to visit, especially if you're in Shanghai. Like the ticket to there is pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Just across the road, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, and uh, I went to Hong Kong. And also... Love Hong Kong. Right? I think it's very underrated. I feel like Hong Kong is like another... Like, yeah, Shanghai is the most fun city in China. I don't know. I don't count. I don't count. But I feel like Hong Kong is another level of fun co- compared to Shanghai. I'm not yeah. saying Shanghai, uh, Hong Kong is the uh, most fun place in, um, you know, in the world. But yeah, it's another different vibe, definitely. Mm. Especially when it comes to night, that like the lights are just so pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And three that you want to go to in the future. All LA. Come. LA. Antarctica. Wow. Yeah, that's I want to go there since I was a teenager because I watched a uh, documentary about a couple who traveled there and married there. Oh wow! And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Mm. And so from that documentary, I'm I really like always want to visit there. And but I probably won't get married there. Though. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> never say never. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> that would be romantic. Yeah, very romantic. Yeah. And the third place is like Australia because recently everybody's yeah everybody's going there and it's just so cool. I saw all the pictures and all the activities they're doing and all the stories you guys are telling me. I'm like, oh my god, I have to visit. Yeah, it's a beautiful country, and mm-hmm. I keep of course talking about it all the time. But it's so true. I mean, like I said, I go to Bali. Yeah. And everybody, like all the Europe, my European friends mm-hmm. say how cool it is, and mm-hmm. it's like, have you been to Australia? No. No. <laughs> but I've been to Bali. And Bali's the best place in the world. <laughs> It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, then, oh. and then, have you ever been to Bali? Oh yeah. my god! I said the we've got better beaches. Mm-hmm. Our food's better. Just everything is just. I mean, Bali is great. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. it's a great place, and their culture is amazing. And mm-hmm. all right, last question: Who's your greatest inspiration slash hero, and why? I want to say um, kind of cliche one. I would say my dad. Yeah. I haven't spoken about you, mom or dad. Yeah. My my mom lives in Beijing right now, and my dad passed away when I was eleven. And sorry. It's okay. It's like normally, like I I didn't even cry on his funeral, but I feel like it's because. I wonder why before because I was really young. I was eleven, mm. and my father was the one that really adores me. Mm. I feel like it's probably because I need to talk about this to a therapist. But mm. for now, I figure it myself. I ask myself. I feel. I feel like it's probably the love he gave it. He gave to me before it was too much mm. to the point where I kind of like. Sometimes I feel like I'm guarding. Like a side of me for him. You took it for granted. No, no, no. no. I'm sorry. Right. I feel like I'm guarding a side of me for him. Like sometimes staying, you know, try my best to be nice to people、mm. and be as I wouldn't say innocent, but try just trying to stay positive and just a lot of things like、mm. trying to like protect the little girl、mm. that he wanted,、mm. like he raised. Yes. Yeah, because the world changes so fast. Was he very traditional? Yeah, he、China? was really traditional.、Yeah. But how to say 
he's really really traditional like a Chinese parent and I can't sleep over to my friends I can't mm. eat uh, junk food mm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it's it's true though like it's understandable because if I have kids I probably want them to stay away from junk food too right sometimes not like took all the fun from them but yeah let's jumping ahead uh-huh. when you or if you ever have kids yourself mm-hmm. are you gonna be like your mom and dad no not exactly probably there are times i can't help myself projecting how my parents well you have me. to you have to set a standard right yeah of course of mm. course but i will try to be an open man open-minded or, or now that you're going to be traveling all over the world you're so different cultures and mm-hmm. you'll understand that yeah. there's other ways to go about yeah. that so yeah of course mm. N- not chinese not gonna raise them here so. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting but yeah you're a native i can leave anytime i want but yeah. that's interesting for you to say that as hear that as well competitiveness and i would think it's more like for example this is kind of probably this is not the best thing to say but if my if my kid has other you know like how to say citizenship outside mm. of china mm. and when they come back i'm not saying all the countries but for example europeans or the u.s is easier mm. for them life is so much easier for them yeah. and of course everybody wants to give their children the best right so i kind of want if i can you know do that like why not right yeah that's that's the most re- like reality one reason like since we talk about you know like you know like the cost of living this and that and but the most important thing is that in china is too limited like i mean how they perceive the world is uh, like except except you're homeschooled from some really really like private like high class stuff or international schools is a little bit better but it's too limited for a person, I think, to grow up. All right. I think that's a good way to end the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Wen, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Craig. Good luck. All the best. Uh, You've got a lot of avenues that you can go forward into, like modeling, in your interviewing. All the best. Do what makes you happy. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm Bala from Bala Simple Chinese School. If you are a beginner, intermediate, advanced, looking for HSK study, business Chinese, or simply want to improve your everyday communication, I'm the teacher for you. Come and join me for a free trail class at Balance Simple Chinese School.